Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, on this edition of Urban Spelunking, we're talking about another Milwaukee person who, if you look around, his mark is still all over the city. We're talking like more, well more than 100 years since he passed away. Talking about a guy by the name of Sebastian Brand this week on Urban Spelunking. Instead of Spelunking a building, we're Spelunking another another person in Milwaukee history, Ouch. aren't we, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds painful, I know, but it won't be, I promise. So yeah, Sebastian Brand, you know, he, he was a designer of firehouses. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to just read you this paragraph uh, to give you a sense of how many firehouses he designed for Milwaukee. Uh, a 1920, a 1912 article about Brand said he designed houses for engine companies 4, 5, 6, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, and 31, as well as for trucks 5, 6, 7, and chemical company number 8. So he designed a lot of <laughs> I think I, I think... I think everybody just got bingo. Yes, we all got bingo. <laughs> <laughs> so such an interesting story because um, Sebastian Brand was not formally trained as an architect, but through kind of a, a weird twist in his career, uh, he ended up doing this full time as a firefighter, a former firefighter turned architect. He was active in the uh, 1870s and really began the, the height of his design career in the 1880s. So tell us about how he got started. I mean, he was he was a regular firefighter working. Uh, alongside firefighters in Milwaukee for years before he became an architect. Yeah, he was a German immigrant, and he came to uh, Milwaukee uh, in the late 1860s, early 1870s. Um, And he became a firefighter in 1872. Um, And he was doing that for about 10 or 12 years when they asked him to design a firehouse because they knew he had um, experience as a mason. So okay. He could, so he so had this construction background. Yeah. So they figured, well, I guess, man, why don't we ask Brand to do it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, he did it and uh, they had him do more. So in the 1880s, he did a bunch of different firehouses. Some of them sort of based off the same design. Like you'll recognize that sort of standard Cream City brick firehouse in Milwaukee. Anyone you see was one that he did. And these are still standing today. I mean, if you look on pretty much any neighborhood, I mean, you're going to find a Sebastian brand firehouse. Yeah. in the older part of the city, he basically did them all and not all of them are still standing, but loads of them are still standing. The one that's engine company number three on national Avenue was his, the one on first in Virginia was his, uh, there's one in the Menominee Valley that people sort of love on uh, Pierce street. That was his, uh, that firehouse, that former firehouse in the third ward on Broadway with the fireman sitting statue sitting out on the bench in front that he did that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. He did all of the familiar ones we think of on the East side, like the two on Bartlett Avenue. Yep. And then engine company number three, the restaurant, he did that that firehouse when it was a firehouse. Yep. He did one on 26th and Scott one on South eighth street. So yeah, there, there really are all over town in the older part of town. So he was, he was a firefighter for like a decade or more, right. And doing this in his career, how did he make the jump over to doing this full time? Well, then what happened was, um, luckily that sort of part of his job, which for the, for the record, he was not paid for, <laughs> he was paid as a firefighter, but he did the, wow. he basically moonlighted for free doing the buildings. Um, but he'd been doing that. And in 1893, 
he uh, there was a huge fire on Third Street between Kilbourne and Wells, and um, he and some other firefighters were injured when a ladder uh, collapsed when a wall fell. And so he fell with all these other firefighters and injured his uh, shoulder and his arm such that he was not really able to work as a firefighter anymore. But, you know, fortunately for him, he had carved out already the second career within the department. So he was able to stay on and continued to design firehouses well into the early part of the 20th century. All right, Bobby, we're going to take a quick break here and we'll be back with more Urban Spelunking talking about Sebastian Brand next. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back on Urban Spelunking King talking about a longtime Milwaukee architect and firefighter, Sebastian Brand. So more of his career was spent as an architect than a firefighter. Yeah, really, in the end, that's true, because he was about a firefighter for about 20 years. But then for uh, another probably 15 years, he continued or more, he continued on as a um, as an architect for the fire department. Well, let's talk about the buildings themselves, because uh, I mean, these are not just like four wall brick buildings, like some kind of military, uh, like completely utilitarian building. This is. Uh, they're, they're, as you say, handsome buildings. Yeah, they really are. I mean, I guess he probably could have gotten away with doing sort of less decorative things, but this was at a time when all civic buildings, you know, schools and police stations and uh, city halls and just every building that was a sort of supposed to be a representation of the city um, was a beautiful building. They put that kind of effort into it to to give these buildings that same kind of physical stature as they sort of had in in philosophical stature you know um Hmm. and they they you know these all had um hose drying towers so he was able to make you know sort of fancy up the the hose driving drying towers and um there's lots of beautiful masonry having been a mason of course he focused a lot on that um so they're really pretty buildings. And I guess to me, that's the most interesting part of this whole thing is that, you know, for, for the most part, these buildings are still standing and the choices that this Sebastian Brand guy made in the 1880s and 1890s and beyond, uh, you know, still are seen and, and really shape what Milwaukee is today still, you know, and when you, when you see these fire, these firehouses of yesteryear, and some of them are still in use, of course, too, um, you know, it gives you a window into what, into this real human being who wanted to make an impact on the city and did now like 150 years later. Yeah. It's amazing because these buildings, you know, that we have lost some of them, but loads of them survive as buildings. Like you said that, you know, we use them as engine company number three is like restaurants and things like that. The one on Broadway and the third ward is a, is an office uh, building now, but so many of them are still home to firefighters and fire engines. And they're still doing the exact same thing they were built to do, you know, you said almost 150 years ago. To think that this guy wasn't really even trained formally, I mean, outside of knowing how to lay bricks, I mean, he figured it out and was totally self-taught and made this lasting impact on Milwaukee still seen today. That's pretty cool. And when you were doing the research, Bobby, you found that a lot of the um, a lot of the history about Sebastian Brand was more about his firefighting career and not really at all about the architecture. So without your research, we might not even have too much information about this. Yeah, I mean, the, the stuff is out there. You got to sort of dig and 
find it. So I'm happy to kind of be able to bring it out and share it again for people to see so that when they look at these buildings, they'll ha be able to say, hey, that's a Sebastian Brand building. And he was that guy who was a firefighter and had no idea how to build buildings, really. But turns out he really did know how to do it because even without the training, he built these lasting structures that we still love and treasure. Do you have a favorite? Oh, God, I love them all so much, you know, but uh, I think I probably love the one on Park and Bartlett the best, just because it's still when he was building with Cream City Brick, because some of the later ones are red brick, but this was still Cream City Brick, and it was sort of a bigger version of the one that was further down Bartlett, um, and he'd been designing firehouses for probably about 20 years by then, so he really had sort of upped his game, and it's a, so it's a bigger one, it's pretty... Uh, with the Cream City Brick and just a really nice looking place. And where is that again? Bartlett and... And Park, Park across from the Urban Ecology Center. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe if you're uh, spending a little time outdoors, walking uh, walking around, walking the dog, and you've got one of these Sebastian brand firehouses, uh, take a look and, and give it an extra look in your neighborhood. Maybe if you're riding your bike around too, you can uh, go on a little tour and, and see some of the Sebastian brand firehouses around Milwaukee. They do stand out. Once you, once you have a chance to see one of them, you can kind of see his style reflected and each of these designs were different in all of the neighborhoods throughout Milwaukee. Yeah, they're really pretty. And what I like is some of them are, you know, similar, but, uh, just, he would tinker with things, you know, like the one on, uh, engine company 26 on 26th and Scott on the South side, um, is in cream city brick, but it's got a sort of similar style red brick one that he did, uh, engine 31 on South eighth street that, uh, has some similarities, but he, you could tell he tinkered with it and you know, you can't help but think he maybe had fun sort of picking bits of this one and bits of that one and coming up with new combinations for these uh, features that he liked. Yeah. I mean, it must've been so uh, satisfying and I'm, I'm sure there's an element of fun in that. If you're an architect, that's par probably part of the reason why you get into it is uh, it's, it's gotta be thrilling to design something on paper and see it come to life in the, in the real world. I would think that's awesome, right? To be able to stand in front of a, a building that you designed and just to feel that sense of accomplishment and the fact knowing that everybody is going to see it and people are going to live in it and use it. And especially like a firehouse, you know, it's going to be serving right. a, great, a great purpose in the neighborhood. And the fact that some of these have served that great purpose for well over a hundred years, how amazed would he be? You'd think to, to know that if you, if you could know that now, you know, and here we are in 2020, still talking about Sebastian Brand. But today. you know what? I think he might still be here. Oh, yes. There's this whole other element. Yes. Tell us this story about his final resting place. Yes. I, how could we let this slip? So what I found out when I was doing this was that uh, Brand was buried when he died in the Fairview Mausoleum, which was um, out just uh, just west of Holly Road. Um, and in the... 1990s, they closed the Fairview Mausoleum and they tore it down. So they had to move all of the bodies that were in there to other cemeteries in town. Um, and on some of the land where the Fairview Mausoleum had stood, they built a new firehouse to replace the bungalow firehouse around the corner. And uh, On top of where the gravesite was? Where yeah, the mausoleum the was? Firehouse. Yeah, where Sebastian <laughs> Brand had been buried, which is how ironic is that or appropriate, right? I mean, that that they built a firehouse where he had been buried. But what's funny is that every firefighter I've talked to that's worked in that um, firehouse swears that it's haunted. And the only logical conclusion to that would right? be... Right? Right? <laughs> that it's Sebastian Brand. Right. This is my theory. So maybe he is, <laughs> maybe he is still with us. 
Well, what a great Milwaukee story and, and definitely gives you a chance to appreciate something that you probably pass by throughout Milwaukee um, all the time and probably never looked up and, and thought, who designed that firehouse in my neighborhood? Well, it might have been Sebastian Brand. And you can see pictures yes. and locations for more of those uh, firehouses around Milwaukee. We've got Bobby's story linked up at RadioMilwaukee.org. Podcasts here on 88.9 produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership and from On Milwaukee. You can subscribe to this podcast and all of 889's podcasts at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast. And while you're there, we'd love if you could rate and review the podcast. Helps us get more and more folks to just helps us get more and more folks to see the work that we do. It's on Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo. Thanks. Thank you, Nate.